Well, good Wednesday noonday to all my friends who could join me on this Wednesday, uh, June 30th. God bless you and great to see you today. And I hope that today, whatever you are facing, uh, that you are praying and trusting God and learning the promise we've been talking about from James chapter 1, blessed is the man or woman who endures or persists or perseveres under pressure. And you're doing it by walking by faith. And I'm so glad to have this time with you. Let me uh, ask you to do something for me. I'll mention it at the beginning and hopefully I'll remember and mention it at the end. Uh, if this is a blessing for you, this uh, time in God's Word uh, on Facebook, share it, uh, like it, send it along to some of your friends and uh, colleagues and somebody that you think might be blessed by what we're talking about on YouTube. You can do a similar process and so do those things for us because it helps us spread the news about what we're doing uh, in these times in the Word on Wednesdays at noondays. I know not everybody is able to join with me live, but uh, I'm so excited about the many people who are uh, going back and looking at what we're talking about week by week, and that's a blessing. Well, today we continue to think about persisting under pressure. Today we come to talk about a subject that uh, I believe all of us can identify with, and most of us are living in this very uh, difficult pressure. And so today I want to talk to you about uh, the persisting in impossible conditions. Persisting or enduring in impossible conditions. Look, let me just ask you this question. Let me, let me phrase it this way to try to help us get started. Uh, are you today believing that some condition in your life or some situation in your life will never change? Are you perhaps today, now I'm using my words carefully, believing that today you're in a situation that's never going to end. It's never going to change it's never going to end. Are you in a condition or circumstance and today you believe nobody, not even God, can help you either to change the situation or to endure the impossible circumstances you're going through? Well, that's, that's living in a hard place. Living with impossible conditions and wondering what we shall do. Well, I want us today to read from God's Word over in Mark's Gospel. There's a story of a man who had a impossible situation. And uh, so this is in Mark chapter 9, and uh, we'll begin reading in verse number 14. And this is when the Lord Jesus was coming back from uh, having been with uh, a few of the disciples, and he was transfigured. The glory of the Lord Jesus as Son of God was revealed to Peter, James, and John. Now they're coming back down the mountain from that experience of, of, of uh, the unbelievable transfiguration of the Lord. But now they're back down among the disciples, and they, uh, the Lord Jesus comes back off the mountain, and 
he, he faces a man who, who is in an impossible situation. Let me read it. Mark 9, 14. When they came back to the disciples, they saw a large crowd around them and some scribes arguing with them. That is with the disciples. Immediately when the entire crowd saw Jesus, they were amazed and began running up to greet him. And he asked them, What are you discussing with them? And one of the crowd answered him, Teacher, I brought you my son, possessed with a spirit, which made him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it slams him to the ground, and he foams at the mouth, and grinds his teeth, and stiffens out. I told your disciples to cast it out, and they could not do it. And he answered them and said, O oh, unbelieving generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring him to me. They brought the boy to Jesus. This is verse 20. When he saw him, that is, when the boy saw Jesus Christ, immediately the spirit, the demon, threw him into a convulsion. And falling to the ground, he began rolling around and foaming at the mouth. And Jesus asked his father, How long has this been happening to him? And he said, From childhood. It has often thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. Now pay attention to these words found in verse 22, or if you're not able to have your Bible, just listen. Here's what this man now says to Jesus about his son who is demon-possessed. But if you, Jesus, can do anything, take pity on us and help us. And Jesus said to the man, to the father, if you can, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately the boy's father cried out and said, I do believe, help my unbelief. All right, we'll stop it right there for a moment. Let's think about this condition of this man, this, this situation that he was facing. Here we see that many today are living in, just like this man, in situations that seem impossible to change. It seems as if everything in life has come apart. It seems as if uh, there's no way to find any solution to the situation that they're facing. Uh, this is a condition we all deal with. Many are, many are just simply saying, look, I'm in an impossible uh, relationship. I'm in, a I'm in an impossible uh, financial situation. I have an impossible family condition. I have impossible physical conditions. I'm, I'm living in a time of impossibility. Uh, the pressure, uh, the pressure people feel about times of impossibility and things that can never change drive them to the point of despair and frustration and, frankly, unbelief. Not even able to trust God. This Im the impossible and looking at the impossible without any idea that it can ever be any different causes many, many people to lose their confidence and their faith in God. Well, that's what I want us to see from this man today. First, 
you see the boy who was in a uh, an impossible condition. He was demon possessed. I'm sure at the beginning of this, the the uh, scribes were here and they were arguing with the disciples about uh, casting out the demon. And the disciples were unable to do it. So this boy is in a terrible condition. Uh, his his uh, father uh, describes it and says he can't speak. He was mute. Uh, he, he's demon-possessed, and the demons throw him into onto the ground. He foams at the mouth. He grinds his teeth. He stiffens out, so he has all kinds of physical contortions and struggles. Can you imagine the pain and the struggles of this boy in what is an impossible condition? He's demon-possessed, and uh, he's endangered by these demons. He's He's been this way since childhood. We're not quite sure of his age, but here's this father. He's brought this, this impossible situation with his son to Jesus Christ, asking for help, and the disciples couldn't help him. Jesus wasn't there. He's about to despair, and now he starts appealing to Jesus Christ. The demons try to throw him into the water and into the fire uh, to destroy him. So this is a a terrible situation. Now, as I'm talking about this, think about your impossible situation. It may be just as dire, just as terrible as what this man is describing with his son. Or it may be you. You're not, you're not talking about someone else's impossible situation. You're talking about yourself. And it seems like in your own life, your addictions and uh, the, the, the passions and drives of your life and the very way you live all seem that it's impossible for you to change your ways. People have said to me as a pastor many times, Pastor Mike, I don't think I can ever change. That's a statement of impossibility. It's going to be impossible for me to be any different. It'll be impossible for me to be saved. It'll be impossible for me to walk with God. So your impossible situation may be you, or your impossible situation may be from the outside with someone else or some other condition. Well, this man now describes to Jesus Christ this situation. He can't be delivered from the demon, and he says uh, to the Lord, well, your disciples, they could not cast the demon out. They could not do it. It seems like that I've gone to spiritual people, Christians, and asked for help, but they can't help me. I seem to be on my own. I seem to have nowhere to go. This was the despair of this man who was carrying a, a burden for this impossible situation with his son who was demon-possessed. Well, as we go along and read, you'll notice I read it to you in verse 22. But then the man says to Jesus, he says it with despair. He says it though he wants to believe he has unbelief. This is really important for you to hear me now, my friend. Though he believes, and he's come to Jesus because he believes Jesus Christ can help him with his impossible situation, he still has great doubt. He says to the Lord, if you can do anything, take pity on us. You know, that's the way sometimes we come to God, don't we? Now, some of you have prayed about your impossible situation time and time again. You've come to Jesus Christ but sometimes we come to God as a last resort. First, 
We try to take care of our impossible situation. We try to fix it on our own. We try to fix ourselves. We try to take an impossible situation and make it better on our own. So here he comes to the Lord Jesus, and sometimes we come in the same doubtful, weak, faithed way to God with our impossible situation, and we keep going to places and no one seems to be able to help. We can't do anything. We come to God as a last resort. We, we really wonder, if we're honest in our impossible situation, we really, now we don't want to uh, dishonor God, but we, we have it in our mind. It goes through our mind. We really wonder if God can really do anything to help us with our impossible situation. It goes through your mind, doesn't it? It's gone through my mind when I'm facing these impossible situations in my life. Uh, we hope for the best in the midst of the worst of the impossible situations. That's why he says this, uh, if you can do anything, if there's anything you can do, take pity on us. It's almost as if we pray sometimes in our impossible situation, well, God, anything will help. I know you probably can't take care of all of it. I know you got a lot of things to do. I don't know if it's uh, your will for me to pray this way, but if you can do anything to help, if you can give any relief, if you can show any pity, then help us. I think I'm talking to a lot of people today who are struggling just like this man with your impossible situation and you're talking with the Lord. This, that's the way you pray. This is the way we pray when we're being pressed down under the pressure of an impossible situation. Well, uh, the Lord Jesus rebukes this man. He does it kindly, but he still rebukes him because he says to him, if you can, verse 30, 23, excuse me, 23. If you can, it's as if the Lord says, if you can, uh, see, he, he wants him to understand, I can do what you want. You don't have to come to me wondering if I can, I can help you. And so he describes to him, if you can, and then he declares this great statement. This is where I want to linger for a few minutes together. Notice what the Lord says, my friends. All things are possible to him who believes. Now, I want to pause here because we've just spent a lot of time at uh, First Baptist Church looking at truths that last from the Gospel of John. You know, all the words of the Lord Jesus, I call them the red letter words of the Lord Jesus, really matter. But uh, here's the facts. Sometimes I don't think we really believe all the words of the Lord Jesus. Now, here's one. Here's one that you want to explain away. Here's one that you want to uh, try to help Jesus out. Maybe the Lord was, uh, maybe he was being overly optimistic. Now listen, listen to what the Lord says. If you can, he's saying to you in your, you're standing before the Lord. You're kneeling, you're crying out to God. You get alone and you pray every day, day and night for a certain situation that seems impossible to change and you say, if you can do anything, help me. That's the way you're praying. And then the Lord says to you, just like he says to this man, if I can, surely you mean I can help you. And here's what he says. I'm going to read it again. All things are possible to him who believes. Let's just let the Lord Jesus' words settle right now on you, my friend. I know you're going through something very hard. I understand. I have those things in my life. All things 
all things, not some things, not most things, not many things, all things are possible. Are you hearing the word of the Lord Jesus? Hear the words of the Lord Jesus. May it soothe your soul. May it comfort you and give you peace. All things are possible. Notice what he says to those who believe. All things are possible to him who believes. So this is a matter of my faith. You know, and I've been saying this to you week by week, and I want to continue to say it. Faith is sometimes the hardest thing to do. It's easier to go try to make something up on your own, isn't it? Well, I'm just going to fix it. I'm going to go talk to some of my friends, and we're going to have some ideas. And uh, we can we, we talk to everybody else about our impossible situation, but faith is sometimes the hardest thing to do. We must come to God believing that He is, and He's the rewarder of those who seek Him. We must come to Him believing that what is, what isn't can be. You see, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You can't see it. You don't know if it'll ever happen. It's an impossible situation, isn't it? You wonder sometimes, why would God put this on me? Why would He place this on me? Why would He put this on my family? Why would He make me go through these things? We've talked about this, my friends. It's, this is the mystery of God's providence and how He cares for us and how He allows and permits things to come in our life. So the Lord says to him, as I say to you, hear the wonderful good news of the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't want, to, I don't want this to get drowned out or lost. All things are possible to him or her who believes. And then what does this dear man do? He makes a great statement. He immediately cries out. He cries, uh, Mark's gospel says. He cries out and says to the Lord, can you hear the desperation here? I do believe, but help my unbelief. Now that, that right there is the way you have to talk to the Lord Jesus when you're facing an impossible situation by faith. So let's uh, believe the Lord. That, that's hearing the Word of God. Let's believe God's Word for a minute. Let me, moment, let me talk to you about some things that I think will be helpful for us to remember uh, about this story. Again, take this story, take this man, move him out of the story, and put your impossible situation there and uh, how you approach Jesus Christ, or even if you have. Are you listening to me today and you've never come, like the Bible says, to the throne of grace to find mercy and help in time of need? You've not come to the Lord Jesus. You've not drawn near to Him. You've given up in despair. You've just quit. You're just going to do the best you can in the situation you're in. Well, I want you to think about this today. You have to be willing to say to God, through the Lord Jesus Christ, you must ask the Heavenly Father in Jesus' name, to help you. You must ask Him to help you in your situation. You must be willing to say to the Lord Jesus, I believe all things are possible because you can do anything. There's not anything too great for you. There's not anything that you can't handle. There's not anything that you can't take care of in my life. I may not know the way you handle the impossible situation, but I know you can do it. Think of all the times in the Gospels when this happened. I mean, he, he was going to feed 5,000 plus people one day. They didn't have any food. It was impossible. Uh, 
He stood at the grave of Lazarus who'd been dead for four days. That's impossible. And yet Lazarus came out of the grave. Over and over through the Gospels, we see in the actions of the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, His power over the impossible. And so as you come today, I want you to think about this and recognize that Jesus Christ many times leads His people into impossible situations. Now listen to me in order that you might truly experience the great mercy and grace of God. Here's the way I'd say it. There is great grace and there is great mercy for great need. That's what you have available to you through the Lord Jesus Christ. Great grace and great mercy. Along with that, I want you to think about this. The Lord Jesus responds to this man's faith, though it's weak. He says, uh, verse 25 says, When Jesus saw that a crowd was rapidly gathering, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying, You deaf and mute spirit, I command you, come out of him and do not enter him again. After crying out and throwing him into terrible convulsions, the demon came out and the boy became so much like a corpse that many thought he was dead. But Jesus took him by the hand, raised him up, and he got up. Here we see. Here we see that this man confesses in the weakness of his faith and yet his, the mixture of his unbelief to Jesus Christ, his need. And what happened? The Lord Jesus helped him and rescued him from his impossible situation. You say, oh, well, that's different from mine. I'm going to say it again. Hear the words of the Lord Jesus. Hear the words of the Lord Jesus, my dear friends. All things are possible to him who believes. I don't know how the possible, how the impossible is changed and made possible. I don't know what that will mean. I don't know how that comes about. Only that the Lord Jesus promises the possible in place of the impossible for those who believe him. He promises the possible for the impossible situation for those who believe him. So where are you? What will you do? Will you believe Him and trust Him as you walk through impossible circumstances? Or as you live thinking about your own life and saying, my life's impossible. My life can never be good. My life can never change. My situation can never change. My, my emotions and my desires, oh, all of these things are important. So how do we live God's Word today? Well, I have four simple things I want to say to you. I want you to hear me clearly as we start to finish up here. First of all, come to Jesus however you feel with your impossible situation. You must draw near to God. You must draw near to the Lord. This man, whatever, whatever the weakness of his faith, he still found Jesus Christ and brought it to him. Now, bring today, when you, when you finish listening to this, Turn this off and start to pray and say, Lord, here's my impossible situation. You already know it. Perhaps you've permitted it or given it to me. Here's my impossible situation. I'm not going to sit anymore and say why and ask why and moan and complain. Here's my impossible situation. First of all, my friend, come to Jesus Christ. Draw near to our Lord Jesus and, and present to him your impossible situation. Don't say, if you can, here's another way to say it. I've written it out so I can read it to you the, 
uh, more clearly. Here's here's what you you say something like this. You say, Lord, I can't handle this impossible situation. You are not only able to handle this situation, but you are willing to help me in this impossible situation. It's impossible for me, but nothing is impossible for you. That's what you must say. That's the statement of faith. Nothing is impossible for you, Lord Jesus. You can do anything. I trust you completely. And then you know what happens? All of a sudden you think, oh, my weak, my faith's gone weak. Well, you tell him the condition of your faith. As you're, This is the irony of it. Look, friend, there's not a perfect Christian in the world. Maybe some of you have the idea that there's some Christian out there who has perfect faith and they have no mixture of unbelief. Well, somebody's told you uh, a, a, a fool's tale. Every believer is like this man right here. I'm trying to encourage you. Every believer is like this man. I believe, but help my unbelief. There's always a mixture of unbelief in our belief. In our faith, there is still unbelief that lingers in our lives because of who we are. And the good news about this is that you tell the Lord the condition of your faith. And I want to encourage you about this. This is an amazing thing. Did you know that the Lord Jesus responds to weak faith as much as he does strong faith? See, some of us have the idea, well, if if, if I have strong faith, the Lord's going to respond to me. But no, this, this man had barely any faith. And some of you are barely able to believe God, aren't you? You've just about given up. It's gone on so long in your life and pounded you down, you can barely trust God anymore. The Lord Jesus responds to weak faith as greatly as He does to strong faith. Don't ever forget it. Tell the Lord the condition of your faith and believe that Jesus Christ is helping you in your impossible situation. You know, the Lord was already helping this man all the way through it before He cast the demon out of this this uh, child with this impossible situation. And remember that all things are possible to him who believes in the Lord Jesus Christ. This is not all things are possible if you just have belief. No, you must put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's where we center our faith. We focus on him because he makes the impossible possible. Well, here is one thing I want you to think about today. Those of you who know Jesus Christ, did you know the most impossible situation has already been made possible in your life? Stay with me now. You know what it is? God saved you. God saved you. That is taking an impossible, broken, dead sinner like you and me, men and women I'm talking to. You were dead in your sins and trespasses. Here's the impossible made possible. He made you alive in Jesus Christ. You've been saved. What a great joy it is to experience the wonderful thing of having the impossible sinner become a great saint and child of God. And that's true for you today. So the Lord Jesus says, all things are possible to him who believes. I hope you'll take that with you today. I hope those words will ring in your ears. I hope when the pressure and the discouragement, you're going to leave this now and you're going to go back and still face your impossible situation. You're under it, but blessed is the man or woman who 
perseveres, who persists under their pressure, and this is your pressure, so you must go to the Lord Jesus for aid, and you must go to Him for help. So, Heavenly Father, thank you for the time we've had together in your word. This man is just like us. We believe, but help our unbelief. And we hear your words, Lord Jesus. All things are possible for him who believes. And we believe in you, Lord Jesus Christ. Today, we pray that you might help us to raise the shield of faith and trust in you and protect ourselves from the attacks of the evil one who would accuse us and lie to us and from our own mind and our despair in our circumstances. We present now to you all of our impossible situations. May Jesus Christ be glorified in all that happens in our life, however you take the impossible and make things possible we could not imagine. We love you for it and we thank you for our time together in your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, may the Lord bless you. It's been great to be with you. We're right on time. Uh, share this with somebody. Pass the word on Facebook. Many of you know how to do that. And uh, uh, also on YouTube. And may the Lord bless you. And I hope to see you soon. Hope, hopefully Sunday you can come and be with us and worship with us at First Baptist Church. God bless you. Have a great day.